This is Unmasking, a podcast where we tell you our stories, sharing who we are, what we do, and why we do it. I'm Jamie Walker. And I'm Heather Nineris, and we are excited that you found us. Heather and I are best friends turned business partners. Uh, we love what we do, who we do it with, and we love telling others about it. We also love songs with arm-squeezing lyrics. We love yes. wine and all the varieties. <laughs> we also love vacations that don't always have our children involved. Definitely. We haven't had a lot of those lately. We Someday. haven't. Someday. Someday. So, you know, obviously when we met really 15 years ago, maybe, um, we never expected to be business partners. And I always love to tell people <laughs> that... <laughs> That um, we started out as, you know, friends and I tried to then talk you out of doing this, which is how it kind of all began. Yeah. Yeah. I told you what I was going to do and you said, no, you're absolutely not going to do that. Let me tell you all the reasons why you're not. You were excited about it. But the thing was, I, I'm a researcher. Like, you know, I will Mm -hmm. dig into everything and you're Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, this sounds good. Yeah. And so I went, (laughs) I went home that night. And, um, tried to find reasons to talk you out of it. And I usually can find whatever it is I'm researching. And I couldn't, I actually, uh, realized it was the perfect decision for you, not for me. I think it's always (laughs) interesting too, when we tell people that I am one of those really crazy lunatics that really enjoys the air quote parties. Um, you do. I like going to them. I like hosting them. Because for me, ultimately, it was about grownups, right? I was home with four small humans, and I really enjoy grownups. And I thought to myself, man, like, why not go to somebody's house, have wine and snacks and like buy a new necklace? I don't see what what's wrong with that. So I always went and I always hosted them. But I never wanted to do them. Like, I never wanted to be the person that was, you know, in charge of it because, One, all that stinking inventory. They'd come in with like suitcases. And two, it was three or four nights a week. Like I just wanted to go, you know, like once a month. And I think that's what made me so nervous is that when you told me you were doing this and then you said that it was, you know, within the direct selling model, Mm -hmm. I immediately envisioned you and a bunch of Rubbermaid totes like in the back (laughs) of your your minivan. And like, oh God, she's going to have a decal on the back of her car. She's going to be gone four nights a week. Somebody needs to talk some sense into her. And right. that's when you're like, no, 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 no. This is but, actually different yeah. than any of that. Because no one – at that time, mm-hmm. seven you know, seven years ago, mm-hmm. there was not a model in the direct selling channel that existed like the one we know with Rodan and Fields. Right. So you called me in the morning. I remember specifically you said, okay, this is actually really great for you. Do not ask me to do it with you. Do not, do not ask me to have a party for you (laughs) ever, but I do want the mustache cream. I do. Now, let let me be clear (laughs) for those of you who are out there like, okay, her voice, she has a mustache. Let me, let me explain. So I tanned my way through the nineties. As I like to say, I was in the tanning bed or it was more of a burnt sienna. There is a color if you're familiar, third row of the cream box. And it was regardless, it was not a natural hue for anybody's skin. And so early on in my 30s, I looked in the mirror one day and I'm like, what is this above my upper lip? And it was like dark brown skin. 
um, just above my upper lip and it looked like a mustache and I was super embarrassed about it. I would put concealer on it. You would talk with it. your hand over your mouth all the I time. I did. Yeah. And then I would have to qualify conversations too. So I'd yeah. be like, um, hi, my name is Heather. Just so you know, this is not a mustache. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like call attention? Call attention and to no something? One's you don't. Except for yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. I am totally that girl. Like, oh, just or so like, you know, I yes, know there's, there's a stain a on my shirt. On my shirt. Mm-hmm. I know there's a spot mm-hmm. on my shirt. It just happened this morning. I swear it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to call attention to the issue yes. before you look at it and think that I'm and just place judgment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, the mustache cream. So I was trying everything to get rid of this discoloration and nothing was working. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to try this reverse product that you have here. Mm-hmm. And I did, and it worked and I loved it. Yep. So, so I sent people to you for yeah. seven months for seven months. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, for me, I, when I first found out about it, I was definitely attracted to the products. As you know, not everyone that's listening knows, but I had terrible cystic acne. I had been to the dermatologist a few months before, and she just casually waved her hand around my face and said, what are we doing about this acne? And I was like, um, I think it's your job. Like, you're, you're the dermatologist. I remember at that appointment, I was texting Joe, and I said, um, I'm going to spend like all this money on these products. Are you okay with that? And thankfully he was like, whatever's going to make you feel better. You know, I'm down, but I spent a ridiculous amount of products, uh, money on these products. And one of them said like anti-aging plus breakouts. And I was like, what has happened to me? Like, why has my life become this? Uh, And it didn't work, you know, so that was in January and I'm finding out about Rodin and Fields in May and my skin was exactly the same and had not worked. Um, so I saw our, you know, 60 day money back and I was like, damn, I have a lot of stuff in my like product graveyard, um, under the sink cabinets, you know, of things that I've spent money on that have never done what they said they were going to do. And I am happy to return things. Like I am, you know, fine with that. So like, let me just try it. So I went in with the intention of like, I'm just going to try these products and, you know, see, see if they work. I, you know, I really need to fix them. But then there was that gut instinct where it's like, man, I've been home for two and a half years. I really would like some grown up interaction. Is this like, is this the thing that I want to give a shot? Like, what is this? Do I really want to do this? (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I, you know, the 60 day money back guarantee that you, you referenced, you told me about that the first night and I thought, huh. That was one of the things that kind of made my ears perk up is going, I spend a lot, as I know almost everybody does, on on products that really haven't done what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, like, hey, if you want, um, if you use our products, great. If you decide not to and you want to look elsewhere, that's fine too. Just, you know, pay attention to this one thing. And that's that make sure the products are developed by dermatologists right. and make sure that there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. Like, I, I really want you to just make sure that they have that. And the thing is, you're going to have a really hard time finding that uh, yeah. outside of Rodan and Fields. So that was definitely something that made my ears perk up. Um, but I digress, as I always do. Anyway, yeah. uh, back to the yeah. story. So you you saw results really quick too, right? Oh, the acne? Yeah. Like right away, I could totally feel a difference in my skin almost immediately. I mean, it's, it's, it's so, you know, when you're using good stuff, right. And I knew, mm-hmm. I knew almost immediately like, oh, this is different than anything else I've used before. So it's first like this tactile thing. And then within, you know, four five, six weeks, it's, a no- oh, hi, Sam. Sam, I have a puppy, quarantine puppy. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I noticed a difference right away. And, and that's the thing that makes it so simple to tell people about it. I mean, I am, I am an oversharer. You are an oversharer. When we find something that works, whether it's a song or, yeah, or a podcast or a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? We tell everybody about everyone, it, whether they want to know or not. <laughs> the world needs to know. We are you, literally like right. the rooftop shouters of all the things. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Um, Listen to this song. <laughs> Right now. Right no, now. really. Like, we're not going to be able to be friends unless I'm going to need an immediate reaction. Yeah. You need to go to Prague. You uh, need to watch this show, read this book. Yeah. That, that is who we are. We, mm-hmm. we, we go after it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I want to hear why you, what made it switch for you from saying, Jamie, don't ever ask me to do this to the fateful phone call. I was standing in Coles when you called me. I remember in Coles, huh? I yeah. was in the parking I told you, I'm like, Coles. I need you to sit down because I'm going to tell you something and it's going to be very surprising. And you're, you go, oh, you want to join Rodan and Fields? I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I was so ready for the big reveal. Um, I think it was a few things. Okay. So A, I really, I was excited for you. I watched how, how much fun you were having with this. And mm-hmm. in the midst of it, right, in the midst of these seven months, you made a huge move. Yeah. You uprooted your family and you moved and you kept at it. I thought she she's either crazy <laughs> or there's something to this because she moved across the country and then is still going. Yeah. And so there was that. There was the um fateful phone call from Central Park one day where yeah. you called, you just had your first paycheck. And I'll be honest, it it I could hear the excitement in your voice, not because it was a huge number at right. all, right, but because you made this money yeah. doing something that you really enjoy doing and you are excited about it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I love, I love to work. I enjoy responsibility. I like rules and structure. I'm very type A, you know that. <laughs> I'm type <laughs> Z minus. Calendars are my favorite. School mm, supplies. One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so finding something that I could do for myself that involved grownups and then I got paid for it. I was like, is this for real? <laughs> really you happening? were excited. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. So, so there was that. But for me, um, you know, I was 10 years into my teaching career. So I was a teacher too. And I enjoyed what I did, but we were growing our family and while financially we were doing okay, there was not a lot left over for extras for me to say yes to things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, gosh, you know, I'm 10 years in and I'm barely making any more than I did right out of college. And I knew that if I wanted to live a more yes-focused life, I needed to find a way to supplement my income. Okay, yeah. two options. A, go out and get a job, which right. I could do, but I had a baby at home. I was pregnant. Right. Or B, try this crazy thing that Jamie's doing, which I knew – already, because I'd researched it, was a smart option. I just didn't see it for myself. Yeah. So once I kind of shifted and I thought, I'll be honest, I thought, are people going to judge me yeah. for doing this? And gosh, Jamie already has, you know, all these people that I know that are buying from her and who's going to buy from me. And um, mm-hmm. somebody said to me, and I thought this was such a great line, would somebody judge you if you went and got a job at Starbucks? And I thought, no. And they said, well, then why would they judge you for getting a job inside the home? I thought, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And once I got over that, I it was a no-brainer that I was gonna I was gonna go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah, perspective is everything. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. Because yeah. you can you can make it 
work or not work, you know, in any, in anything, it's just how you perceive it and how, what your mindset is about whatever it is you're trying to decide on. So let me ask you this. I, you know, Mm -hmm. people always ask, how did you, how did you become successful with this? And how did you, how did you learn how to do it all? And I, I say frequently, (laughs) you just kind of learn as you go, but talk about what, for you, those first, um, those first few years of, of learning and growth looked like. Mm -hmm. I think that that's probably my favorite part of these last, you know, seven plus years is that personal development kind of journey, you know, figuring Mm -hmm. out what I'm good at, what my strengths are, what I'm not good at, what, (laughs) what gets my ego really going. Um, I think for me, it was really low expectations. Like I didn't get into this business to change my family's life. I didn't get into this business to drive a fancy new car or take incredible vacations, right? Like I truly was looking for community. And I, you didn't even know about those things. No, I didn't even know that they existed. You said to me one time, like, (laughs) what about this, your company's car program? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you said, he was like, your company has a Lexus program where you get to a certain level. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then we both like agreed, like nobody gets those anyway. Who really cares? Right, right, right. right. Um, Dream. Right. Um, So, so that wasn't, that wasn't what I signed up for. I signed up for grownups. And I, if Mm -hmm. that grownups came with a little extra money that I could get a cleaning lady, like sold, Mm -hmm. right. I, I, Mm -hmm. that, those were my expectations. And those were quickly met. I mean, you're instantly, you know, infiltrated into this huge community of people, women all across the world, country at this, at that point, it was the country. Now it's the world, but who are just there to be super cool people and motivate you and encourage you and support you. And I mean, I never experienced that in any other working environment. So I think one, it was you know, my expectations were, were really for community and involvement and something for myself um, mm. that didn't that didn't attach me as a mother or a wife. Both roles I'm super proud of and passionate about, but not all I'm made up of, right? Ooh, so true. And something for you. Something for me. Mm-hmm. And then so I'm also... Um, I'm a pretty stubborn, disciplined person, and I don't usually go half in on anything. I'm either all in or I'm all out. And for this, I was all in, and then we moved, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I just moved my family, you know, across the country. I don't even know how to get to the grocery store without GPS. Maybe I should take a step back and focus on getting my family settled. And Um, another, a bottle of wine was involved, of course. And at the end of it, I literally made this like proclamation, like, dang it, I'm going to make this an empire. And again, that perspective mindset shift where I really started to look at this as what else could we do with this? Like what else, Mm. not else, what else could we do with it? But who else could benefit from this? How many other women out there are feeling exactly like I am, you know, not necessarily wanting to spend more time at home, but more time for something that that makes them feel empowered and makes them feel successful and reminds them what their dreams are. And, and that really jazzed me up, um, building, being a part of a community and then starting to build our own. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the community, I think at first, because I, I can be a little cynical about things. Mm-hmm. At first, I remember looking at it and thinking, gosh, like everybody is so positive. Yeah. And this community seems too good to be true. And mm-hmm. these women, like, 
Oh, come on. They're not that happy. (laughs) It's such a call. Okay. I was like, are we going to go there and say it? Yeah, (laughs) it it did from the outside too. I still can look at it with an objective lens and go, Sure, I see why it looks cultish to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say though that seven years later, I I kind of was like, well, at some point I'm going to learn the real truth about these gals. Right. And I, it is, and I've been heavily immersed in it. And Mm -hmm. so have you, it really just is a community of supportive people. Yeah. And some of my best friends now are people I did not know seven years ago that I met through doing this. Right. um, That I've now traveled the world with that I would be my go-to like in case of emergency Mm -hmm. type friends. Um, And I know you'd Mm -hmm. say the same. Absolutely. But I do want to touch on one point. You know, obviously you and I both have had a lot of success with this. We we do have the big success story. And Mm -hmm. People will say, well, you you know, you just got lucky or the timing. What I always tell people is that in this industry, yes, to have the gigantic success story is rare, but I don't think that's why anybody really starts doing this. It's not why you started doing it. Right. It's not why I started doing it. I just wanted a little daycare money and that snowball built along the way. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you always, you have a line that you consistently go back to about what this business can be for people, which is 12 extra paychecks, 12 extra paychecks. I mean, I think a little or a lot. Right. And we can, we can name dozens of people who joined us seven years ago who are making 12 extra paychecks, but the relief they feel from groceries and a mortgage Mm. and car Mm -hmm. payments is ginormous for them, right? Like they, they, they are so satisfied with where they are. It's such a stress reliever, reliever for them that they feel, I would assume the same amount of success that you and I feel internally about what we've been able to do for our families. Exactly. Well, it's, you know, the ability again, to say yes to more, right? Whether it's $300 a month or 3000 or whatever it might be. Mm Mm-hmm. Money, it, it's, you know, yeah, an inability to pay this bill or say yes to the soccer cleats or put a little aside that mm-hmm. um, it never hurts, right? It right. never hurts. And it right. comes with so many added, so many added benefits. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, like seriously, the absolute best decision I have ever, ever made, ever made. in my life. And it's been a vehicle to so much more. I mean, right. look at us now, famous right. podcast hosts. Right. Who would have right. guessed? Right. <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon, I'm sitting yeah. in my office just recording a podcast. Yes. Topping the New York Times uh, podcast charts. <laughs> sure We're going to be featured on Apple's episode of the week. Heather and Jamie talk skincare. Don't miss. We do have the, the voices for radio, I must say. I don't know. Our buddy Charla did one. Yeah, man. Yeah. She's good. She is good. She's good. I think I think I am excited about not just our podcast, but about all of the other ones that we hope to offer because you and I know, again, this community, but there are such mm. a variety of voices and experiences and, and ages, people. backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Like it, reasons it, for doing it. Right. It crosses. I mean, my other friend, Jan, you know, from the Air Force, and um, I feel like we can name somebody from every walk of life. Right. And Mm. I'm just really excited for others to get to hear from themselves, to get to hear, you know, from them specifically and to have more of these literally unscripted, 
all we scripted was the very first part because obviously we didn't script in Sam barking. That was not part of the plan. Um, but these unscripted conversations about who we are and what we do and why we love it. Absolutely. I think that, um, you're going to hear from a lot of really incredible people might not be your thing, but I guarantee you it might be the thing for somebody, you know, so as you're listening and you hear something, I encourage you to keep an open mind. And if you hear somebody who reminds you of your sister or your friend or your neighbor or your great aunt, Kathy, make sure to share it with them too. Kathy. I don't even have a great aunt, Kathy. It was just the first name that came to mind. I don't even know if I have any great aunts. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Thanks friends for listening. Please be sure that you connect with whatever uh, gracious uh, Rhode Island Fields consultant sent this to you. And we hope that we get to hear your story soon. See you soon. Bye-bye.